Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. It is 1-7-2018. This is the Hey Elliot podcast. I am recording this on Sunday. And uh, it's right before work. Sun's not rising because it's cloudy. But it's supposed to be a warm temperature. The temperature is supposed to warm up. It's supposed to be a heat wave this uh, week. Up to 33, maybe 45 degrees. I liked uh, this last week was... Uh, cold last two weeks were really cold and uh, i like to play a game called spot the codependence that's the only reason you're out there in this cold is if you're a codependent now i'm not judging hey elliot is a codependent i am codependent on a lot of things that's my problem with relationships my problem with relationships is that when i get a girl she has to like we have to be apart we have to be the one unit which you know, I did for 10 years and that didn't work out. You know why it didn't work out? Because you have to have separate lives or else you get each other's nerves. So, uh, yeah, so that's why I'm that way. They, uh, uh, the, I was, uh, looking at the daily news, you know, daily conspiracy stuff. I look at that too. Cause you got to keep up. You got to get all sides, the crazy side, the left side, the right side. And then you get my side like robots. I don't know, they're always trying to get uh, robots that are uh, that listen to us. You know, this Alexa, um, all these companies that want uh, access to our voices and commands and that are constantly listening to us. I don't have any. I mean, the closest thing I have is a laptop I only use to upload this podcast, a broken Xbox, and I will begin an Xbox One next week. All right? So no judging. This is new year, new me, new Xbox. I, I get it because then I don't have to just use my phone. And then I'm going to get a bigger TV, I think. I think I'm going to do that and be a big old American and get one of those. Uh, the conspiracies that I was looking at was about the robots and how there's a lot of companies who want to have robots uh, replace human beings at their jobs. Which I think uh, the job I'm at can be replaced by a robot eventually. But luckily, the place of my business is very people-oriented, so I'm lucky there. But you never know. You never know. When cost goes down, they learn that, that people are, they don't care about people anymore. You know? Like, that's, that's what we're going for. We're going for games that desensitize us. We're going for uh, technologies that can possibly um, make it so we don't need to have sex with each other. And we also have technologies that make it easier for us not to need sex or need to get together because it's right there in the palm of our hands. So then that desensitizes us. And that's why when the robots come, no one's going to care about unless the people who are working there because... You're already desensitized, and you're already used to not having people. So you, eventually, uh, you're gonna have a whole generation of people who don't care if you say hi, how you doing. Which you know, I've, I'm, I'm admittedly, I've done that. I have, um, I have been one to uh, shy away from people, but that is a detriment to uh, not only my health but all of humanity's health. It is at the palm of my hands. All I need to do is just change my way of thinking and then tell people to change their ways of thinking somehow. You can't just tell them. They have to, they have to make it seem like it's their idea. That's how you do that, right? Anyways, I don't know why I'm talking so uh, softly. I don't have to. Got the window open. Um, and usually the sun streams through, but not today. 
And then uh, other conspiracies is like the, um, you know, I listened about the Clinton Foundation and the fire that broke out last week. I like to tease my buddy about it and go, oh, it's just, you know, some nice old people who don't know how to use their candles. But, you know, it's 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 strange to when you go into that stuff because you see connections everywhere. And especially even like when you look at uh, the Eye of Horus or whatever it's called, the uh, single eye that you get all these celebrities that cover their eyeball in pictures. It's like it's so many. And all the images are so similar. And like the perfect example, the perfect person who actually had a good explanation of that was 2 Chains. All right. I don't listen to 2 Chains, but he did have an explanation of why he thinks that that's prevalent is because he says, well, all they see is people looking at this. So they think it sells. Therefore, they keep pushing the same images, which makes sense, which, you know, 2 Chains is like a genius. He's a really smart guy. But he still um, sort of perpetuates a sort of middle to lower class existence. And he feeds off that with his lyrics and his albums. So he encourages certain behaviors that are not uh, conducive to progress. And he makes money off it. I don't know if that's true. That's just what I kind of think. Especially about all these rappers. They're not dumb guys. But they have songs with little lyrics. They have songs that aren't real think pieces um music that isn't real like isn't really um isn't really full of like songs and lyrics and uh different melodies and and they make money off it and it's very uh uh digressive can i call it digressive i'm gonna use that word today digressive also on my head is uh 10 years ago Ten years ago this week, uh, young Elliot Anderson from the Hey Elliot podcast, before the Hey Elliot podcast, came back home from Disney. Came back home from his journey, seven-month journey at Disney World. It started in uh, early May 2007 and ended on January 4th, 2008. It was a good time. I mean, I didn't, I didn't appreciate it at the time. Uh, I was also going through a phase where I was actually just really learning how to drive, and driving through Florida, and especially the Orlando um, Disney World area, is a headache. And I was also very young. I was very angry. Uh, I believe my favorite word to use was cocksucker. I used that quite a bit, and the poor steering wheel of the car, the little red four-door Ford Taurus, got banged on heavily because of my anger. I don't do that so much also because I don't drive, but also I don't have the expectations of other drivers on the road. It was a pretty good time, even though I was counting down the days till I got back, mainly because it was a change. It was also far away from home. It was something I wasn't used to, and the people were different, you know what I mean? The people were colder. Colder. First time I had experienced cold people, like flighty, self-absorbed people. I mean, not all of them were, but there were a few that you could tell that they weren't. It was a good education in going out there in the world. Uh, so we did that. I went to and got there. I called my sister. She was living in Washington at the time, so I didn't realize it was probably 3 a.m. when I landed and when I, we parked into Florida. 
And the whole, uh, I have a joke I like to do about uh, Disney World. Uh, they have a lot of um, pro-environment stances. They always go, they always say things like, we got to conserve energy. We got to, we got to, you know, take care of the environment that we're given. And I always think the best thing that Disney could do is just not exist. They have fireworks every night. There's seven, there's, well, let's say five, six parks around the world that do fireworks every night. Um, on Disney World property alone, there's uh, two fireworks shows on different lands. And a lot of the uh, the lands, that whole square area, their lights are constantly on. They don't shut the lights when uh, they close. Uh, but it was a great learning experience about, uh, you know, just what's out there. And I met people. I met friends from London. I met friends from Ireland. I met friends from um, Tokyo. I met friends from... Uh, Orlando, Florida, Syracuse. I've met people from Louisiana. Met people from Boston. I met people from California. I met people from Russia, who's still my friend on Facebook. So I got to see people. Now, okay, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I kind of uh, realize that the people at that Disney World uh, program, they weren't uh, necessarily the... uh, the bottom tier of the uh of class you know what i mean i know i'm sort of middle to lower class myself a lot of these people weren't you know they were given this opportunity and their family paid for it uh, a lot of people had visas and uh their families you know helped them with that so it was a lot of people who weren't necessarily uh, running on tough times so i met a lot of people who had uh, money <laughs> to say that I had peop- met people from that class that around the world that had money and how they are. And so I don't have a complete view of uh, the world. I mean, I got certain parts of the world, but uh, everyone had uh, what was a hot car at the time, the Dodge, uh, not Charger. It was before that. No, it was a Ford Mustang. That was a big car. And there were Mustangs everywhere. In those parking lots, those um, employee parking lots. Uh, so we didn't have one. We had a four-door Ford uh, Taurus. I went with my uh, girlfriend. I followed her down there. She was a, a costumer, not to break the fourth wall of Disney World. And I was a custodian. Uh, I managed to go down there and get student loans and use some of that. Uh, custodial work isn't that bad. I mean, there were some moments... Uh, it's worse for women. Let me tell you, it's worse being a custodial as a woman, uh, especially in the bathrooms, because there's a lot of stalls in a female's restroom, and there's usually two stalls and two urinals in every male restroom. And then in these female restrooms, they have sanitary boxes where you're supposed to put your your um, feminine hygiene stickers. And... It's, uh, and and then you get a lot of people from other countries who don't necessarily know about restrooms. So they get more things than just the the hygiene products in those sanitary boxes. And it seems miserable because they usually get two restrooms and the men get three restrooms. 
I think the best morning shift I had, which was about probably eight to four, maybe seven to three, I managed to, because they do have tunnels. They have tunnels under Epcot and they have tunnels under Magic Kingdom, but they are ways of transporting, like, especially Epcot, it's a way to transport um, products, like uh, boxes and um, stuff to to the stores without bringing it through the, the park during hours. So it's a way to do that. It's a way to take a break. In case you're in the middle and you want to take a break, you can go down the tunnel. They have a break room that they had there. Uh, as of 2013, they had that. And they should still have it. It doesn't change much. It changes incrementally. It doesn't change much. Uh, but uh, the Magic Kingdom tunnel is a lot larger, and it's so you don't see someone dressed in future clothes at the Western land. Does that make sense? But yeah, I don't know. It made me, just knowing that it was 10 years that I did that, made me kind of want to reflect upon what happened and what I went through. lost a lot of weight. I got really tanned. Um... I didn't really hook up with anyone. My ex did uh, with a guy who dressed up like um, Eeyore. So good for her. I did not. Um, I couldn't do it. Couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm a loyal man. Even when I don't say I am, I am. That's another thing. It's about my codependency. Is that I can't stand. Is that I can't. I can't just go and you know start meeting girls and hooking up i just can't do it and then you throw in you throw in texting in the matter and i'm not very good at texting either not good at texting in fact i fall asleep in mid texts so i don't i'm not good at texts um but yeah there was a lot of adventures uh my ex had to move multiple times because women are crazy when it comes to roommates and I didn't. I had one guy who's probably my age now, back then, um, doing the program. I think he was a tram operator for a ride. And he was all right. He was quiet. He didn't seem to care. Uh, that that whole seven months, I really learned about alternative rock. At the time, there was a station in Orlando called, um, it was called The Big O, uh, and it played alternative rock. And I knew alternative rock from my buddy Chris. Uh, when he first came in, he had this huge black box full of uh, records from like labels play like Sub Pop and all that. Like esoteric bands that I had no clue that were bands. Like um, you had the Jesus Lizard. Um, and I had no clue about Mud Honey. I had no clue about those bands. And they also had those at the college radio station. So that year was when I. That whole time was when I really locked in to uh, to alternative rock, and I still am sort of a fan. Uh, current alternative rock is hard for you know; it's hard to find, hard to come by. But yeah, that's what I've been. Uh, that's when that started, and it was fun. I had a fear actually before then. I had a really big fear of fireworks, and I had a fear of roller coasters, and. And I got over them. I got over my fears of uh, roller coasters. I got over my fear of fireworks. It took a while for the fireworks. Um, I was nervous at first, but eventually you just learn to enjoy it. 
because it's going to be happening every night. And then I learned to watch them and appreciate them. So that was a really good learning opportunity. I learned how to drive aggressively, and it took a while for me to stop swearing. That's the worst part, is you got to have you got to find someone who's, you know, with you when you start swearing on the road, and not going to you know tell you to be quiet or tell you to stop because you're not going to stop. And then if you tell them to shut up, that does not help. If someone's flipping out at you for you flipping out, don't tell them to shut up. It never works. And I always do it. I don't know why I do it, but it, it's, it's what happens. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, um, yeah, I uh, also, I was a little bit of reflection. Maybe I'll get more Disney reflections. Uh, what was I going to say about my favorite opening? Yeah, the favorite opening I had was, it was, uh, I didn't have to talk to anybody. Because each uh, of the restrooms I had connected to the tunnels from the back. And so I would clean, go to the tunnels, and then go up. And I spent the whole day just wandering through tunnels. It's a great time. I was young, full of hope, full of dreams. Oh, man. I spent a lot of time on the internet. I still do that. I still waste time on that dreaded internet. It's not as uh, aggressive form of internet as it is now, but it was still something else. What else? I was talking about, oh, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was thinking about the perfect girl for me. Now, not that I'm going to hop on the dating pool, hop into the dating pool anytime soon, but I was kind of contemplating the perfect girl for me, I think, would be an orphan, some sort of orphan girl whose parents dropped her off at a doorstep. Yeah. So I don't have to meet their parents. That's the worst thing. I just can't. I don't want to meet their parents. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. And that's another thing about dating is the Snapchat, the photographs. I don't really want a girl who needs photographs because I don't like the look of myself. So I don't want to see that. And it's like every now, it's like being a, you're victim to a paparazzi every time you date someone now or hang out with somebody. Why do I have to? I don't need this. I don't need this uh, whole uh, interaction um, on uh, on record. It's just, you know, you're hanging out with someone, all of a sudden they bring out their camera and click. I don't, you know, I don't bitch at them, but it's just I don't like pictures of myself. And I, I doubt anyone else would. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I keep saying no, I'm saying. I don't know where that's coming from. All right. Also, uh, I was actually, I've been uh, this last week uh, since I did finish all those podcasts of uh, WTF with Mark Marin that I've been working for about a year and a half. I have had nothing. I've been a man without a country. So I started listening to BBC podcasts and NPR podcasts. And the more I listen to them, the more I kind of get annoyed by diplomacy. Just say what's on your mind. That's the kind of good thing about Donald Trump is that he'll say that crap and it's not diplomatic it's not you know going to get anywhere but at least it's the truth you know what i mean it's not like these people who have to have sanctions in order to say what they have to say or they have little jabs that are idle threats instead of just being up front and being truthful and getting that out of the way so that real progress can begin i don't know what i'm talking about i don't know if that's right but i do get annoyed by uh diplomatic talks they just never seem to come out and they never seem to be uh they never seem to just 
work out in the end. And then they had the protests in Iran last week that uh, petered out. It looks like they managed to quell that. And I was kind of contemplating about uh, America's got it right, how to quell, uh, how to really stop protests is you just make everyone fat and complacent. Also, you make everyone fat and feed them. All these dictators try to take away food and money and stuff. You feed these people, guess what? Either if they start something, you're going to be able to chase them down, or they'll be too lazy to even bother. That's all you do. I don't know why these um, these leaders have to take away the food source. You take away your food source, they're athletic. They're practically um, you know, training for... Uh, a thousand yard dash that's really what you're doing when you uh, take away food I don't know what I'm talking about but you, you know what I'm talking about right someone has to know what I'm talking about um, and it's, I've, I've actually um, this will probably be my third day of eating chicken breasts chicken breasts and, um, just out of my skillet uh, I've been actually trying to be healthier. I don't want to call it a, uh, I'm not going to call it a New Year's resolution. I can't do that because it gets in my head that if I stop, um, if something happens and I screw up and I fall off the diet, then it's like, oh, the New Year's resolution is over. Better luck next year. So I have to. Maintain this, and if I fall off, it's fine. But the problem is, you watch the news, and it's like, oh, the world's going to end. Or, oh, the, the robots are going to take over anyway, so what's the point? And it's a real threat to a diet. It's a threat that, uh, it's, 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 it's really crazy about, like, my head when it comes to changing my life. It's like, immediately goes to the worst case scenario of the world. Uh, why, why stop... Why stop uh, drinking alcohol? The world's going to end soon. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying I got to stop that. Whoa, we got to stop that. New Year's resolution time for that. Also, it's really crazy about uh, about dieting. I've been kind of coy about it at work. I try to tell people because, because you start talking about taking away something. And then people will automatically start talking about the things they like to eat or like to drink because you, you've twi- triggered you've triggered in their head what um, what they like. And then you talk about taking it away yourself and then they start contemplating that and then they start reacting as if you're taking it away from them so they have to start talking about how much they like stuff. Does that make sense? That doesn't make any sense, does it, Elliot? Nope. Nope, but we're going to keep that. We're going to keep that as fact. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, eating chicken breasts at night instead of... I'll, I'll, you know, I'm happy to report. I am happy to report that uh, this... Um, I have not eaten any pizza this year. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've not eaten any pizza all year. It's actually uh, it's a record. I kind of went into a pizza pizza spiral last year a lot of pizza uh so far it's been fruits 
plain yogurt, which they say don't eat non-fat because they put all kinds of crap into it. But if it's plain yogurt, they're not putting that much crap in it, right? Because it's plain yogurt. Right? Does that make sense? Like, let's see. 120 calories for one cup. Yeah, they don't have anything in here because it's plain. Well, potassium, that's good. Sodium. Yeah. It's got protein in it. I think they're talking about, like, other crap. Syruped um, vegetables and syruped... Not vegetables, that's gross. Vegetables and yogurt. They should do that. They should make... um, Tomato yogurt. Tomato Greek yogurt. There you go. There's something for the new year. If you can make tomato Greek yogurt sell and start making, like, diced carrot yogurt, all the more to you. I mean, it's it's like, I'm not talking about the kind where it's, like, in and it's flavored. I'm talking about Greek yogurt. So you would have the, the yogurt on top, then you would have the diced carrots underneath. And then once they finish the yogurt, they don't have to mix it. And then uh, I'm going to sneeze soon. Not going to lie to you. I've been rambling too much. <laughs> Whew. 25 minutes into my podcast and I sneeze. I was doing so good. No yawning. Very little ums. No burping. And boom. We're into a sneeze. But that's what's going on with me as of this weekend. Uh, this weekend, the 8th. Um... Next week, I don't know uh, when I'll update again, but I'll let you know uh, on my uh, blog. Uh, also, 10 years ago, this spring, coming up, is a 10-year anniversary of my shooting of uh, Jack's Living Dead Girl, which is also on the website, www.heelliot.com. You can check that out. Uh, I, I broke it up into a full movie or ten parts. There's a little bit of commentary in each little uh, part. Uh, but check it out. Check out a part. Maybe not the f- first two parts. Because the first part starts off kind of porny. I'm not going to lie. You might think it might be that. But it doesn't. It's fine. Because I'm a... That's my baby right there. Okay? That movie is my baby. Might be the only one I have. Okay? You have to cherish it along with me. Because it's not going to be the last time I mention that stupid movie. You know that? Not going to be the last time. You should check it out. It's going to be the 10-year anniversary coming up of that movie. And I I could tell you the story. Maybe I'll, I'll, maybe it'll be a future podcast where I tell you the story of Jack's Living Dead Girl. All the way through the uh, inception to um, the end. And then what happened after it got done shooting... It took uh, 2008 to about 2010 for everything all said and done. No, actually, the inception started in 2004. So 2004 to about 2010. That's a really great... uh... Also, if you want to see a really cool uh, old movie of me in high school, uh, it's Indie Kid Productions, I-N-D-Y-K-I-D Productions, uh, on YouTube. You can also search Jackson Vanity Girl on YouTube. But uh, there's also, uh, I think you can, it's called Wooing Martha. I co-wrote it with a teacher, uh, Chris Maley, who later won awards for his um, play about Emmett Till. Uh, I don't think he bothered to put that in his biography uh, that he also wrote Wooing Martha. But it stars me, poorly acted by me, and a quest and a quest, young man's quest to find true love. 
and now 14 years what what was that 2004 had to have been right for yeah 12 13 years later he doesn't care he doesn't have that in him it's a sad story you should check that out if you get a chance it's only about uh, five minutes i believe but yeah it's a great way to spend five minutes i know you could do worse spending five minutes um I got two more minutes left. What else can I tell you? Uh, I will be getting an Xbox. I will keep you updated on this Xbox and TV, and I'll tell you if it's going to screw me over. So far, it is. Can I tell you why? Because my student loans are getting antsy. And if they get a hold of this and find out that I'm fervently spending my money on contraptions instead of paying them, because none of my money is my money. It is all student loan money. Do you know that? If they were like sharks, they would be like, that is not your money. That is my money. And you're going to give me every last dime of it. And if that happened, I'd starve to death in a, within a matter of weeks. But they're getting antsy. So I've got to quell them. And I've got to quell my own hunger. Insidious hunger for entertainment. Uh, yeah, that's about what I got going on. I hope everyone has a good week. Maybe I'll uh, check up with you uh, sometime next week. Or I'll put a blog up. I always do. I'm going to try to put a gallery up someday. Just a picture that I've taken around around this place, the place which I live. But yeah, uh, keep on uh, keeping on. And I like to uh, close. I like to try to do that. I know I stole it. I know I stole it from World War... Uh, what was that? World War Two, World War One. But I like, to, I like to remind everyone. Everyone this. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself so have a great day have a great week try to relax and don't eat too much pizza actually no eat enough pizza that i would have eaten uh so the pizza companies don't go under because i might fall off this wagon soon all right all right bye